baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. What can we do? People ask me all the time. You've laid out the problem. What is the solution? My answer, if we do just one thing, we won't have to fix any of the problems the left in this country is creating. They will fix themselves. What is that one thing? Establish a fair media market with no illegal hindrances or censorship of any media outlet. And the rest will take care of itself. We've already seen the evidence of this, and this is why you're seeing the censorship and crackdowns. I can't say this enough times. In analysis of hits for major media organizations found this after the 2016 election. Only two media outlets, MSN.com and the New York Times.com, got more hits than Breitbart, The Daily Caller, and The Gateway Pundit. For the first time, Breitbart was in the top 100 websites. Not the top 100 news websites. The top 100 websites. Getting more hits than, get this, Bank of America, Home Depot. And what was the result? Trump won the 2016 election. Almost immediately after that, the crackdown began, just as I predicted that it would. It proved one thing. In a fair fight, in a fair and open media market that operates a lot like the Wild West, whoever puts out the content, people have the most demand for, gets the most hits. Those that don't get the most hits die. That's fairness. But it's exactly what the left won't allow. Why? Because when it happened on the Internet, Donald Trump won. Came out of nowhere. But it wasn't nowhere. People were very informed about what he thought because these outlets had now reached parity for the first time, equality with what used to be the mainstream media, the big media dominoes. Anybody could step up and do it. If they just had great content, this terrified them. If we could return back to that media market, the free, fair, open media market that we had going into 2016, particularly with what's going on now, we would be unstoppable. The biggest problem this country has is fake news by the mainstream media. If the American people could get both sides of the story for the first time in decades, they could make an honest decision, one based on all the facts. I have a lot of faith in the American people making the right decision if they have all the facts. The left wants the opposite. They want a total surveillance society where anyone who counters the narrative is not just excluded from social media, excluded from digital life, excluded from every form of digital communication, be that email, texts, using Word documents, posting on social media, even being able to write a resume and send it online, totally cut off with disinformation as the excuse, you would quickly become unemployable. 
We are right on the cusp of that, folks. All the pieces are in place. Or we've seen them. They've just not been passed yet. They're already filed legislation. For details on that, listen to my March 1st podcast. The digital mark of the beast is here. I don't think there's actual mark of the beast. But if there was one, I argued, this would be it. A system being developed by Microsoft... And for more detail, please listen to that podcast. I think it's one of the best I've ever done. Um, What it is is a mark. And the mark would follow individuals. That mark would go on everything you create, be it a text, a word document, a meme, a photo you took at your family reunion, whatever it was. And if you were deemed by the, the tech titans to be a misinformer, then you couldn't publish. They could stop you at the point of publication. This would literally mean that people couldn't work. Think about it. What are you going to do? Get a job as a ditch digger? Something that doesn't require technology? How will you even apply for that job if you can't text? But that's exactly the world that the left and their tech partners are imagining, envisioning. And they're well on their way to creating it. Like I said, all the pieces are there. They just need them to fall into place. The first part of the system that I detailed in the podcast, The Mark of the Beast is here back on March 1st, was from Microsoft. One of the most terrifying announcements I've ever heard. They put it out in a press release announcing they had partnered with several other organizations to create this mark that would go on everything you publish. It's part of something called, and you should Google this because it'll stand your hair on end, Coalition for content, provenance, and authenticity. Microsoft says flat out in the press release, this is to combat misinformation by developing specifications for common asset types and formats. They're even partnering with Intel, which produces the processing unit, CPUs, inside your computer. So they can monitor you for disinformation as you type, even if you haven't published anything yet. The CPU is responsible for processing virtually all information on computers. So whether you're trying, you're typing a sentence, you're taking a screenshot, it's the PCU that's processing the data. They plan to use it to surveil you and to mark you. That's not me. That's not a conspiracy theory. That's Microsoft. So who's behind this? Well, Microsoft, all the major names in tech, and you'll never guess who else. Big powerful members of the mainstream media looking to crush their competition and any competition for their narrative. I'll explain coming up next. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. They call themselves Project Origin. Yeah, Google that online and C2PA. Again, Coalition for Content, Provenance, and Authenticity. And you'll find it's all the right people coming together to figure out how to censor their competition. Project Origin, which preceded the Microsoft Project 
to get all these tech titans together to figure out how to mark you so as to censor you. Yeah, Project Origin was the beginning of that. And it included the New York Times, the BBC, the CBC, and Radio Canada. Yes, it's international. Their mission statement is clear. They're not hiding anything. They published it. Here's what it says. Misinformation is a growing threat to the integrity of information ecosystems. Having provable source of origin for media will help maintain confidence in news from trusted providers. In other words, the goal's been stated up front. The establishment media wants to be able to trace the origin of all digital content, and I mean all of it, so that only trusted providers can publish, so that only trusted providers, you know, so they could be distinguished from non-trusted providers. Best-selling author and tech reporter for Breitbart, Alon Bakari, explains exactly what this means. The difference is that instead of censoring people via online social media platforms and search engines, they're now going to do it at the level of offline software and hardware, most likely on the most fundamental unit of your computer, the processor, the CPU. In other words, there will be nowhere to hide. Even the brazen behavior of you know, Facebook, Twitter, Google over the past year, he writes, the election interference, the censorship of a president, the mass censorship of grassroots political movements pales in comparison to this. This is big tech's most dangerous plan yet. And everybody is telling us about it. AOC told us about it when she said it was time for everyone to come together to fight disinformation, to censor it, that they would need a committee to figure out how to do it. Jack Dorsey, CEO of Twitter, told us all about it, too. He said... The decision on who to censor shouldn't fall to him. There should be national, if not international, standards, and they would all come out of a committee. He also disclosed on Twitter, in his tweets, that he had already paid for staff to staff this committee. This is what he's talking about. But they've all got one big problem. What they're planning is illegal. But don't worry, they've got a way around it. The final piece of the puzzle of the program. Folks, it just blows my mind. This is right out there for anybody who wants to know to see it. And nobody is stopping this. The final nail in the coffin of free speech is a piece of legislation that's in front of Congress right now. See, the problem is, in America, it's illegal for companies to collude to get rid of their competition, to work together, to exclude them from a market. That's okay to do everything you can to try to beat them and put them out of business, but you cannot collude to keep customers from having access to a product you compete with. That's illegal. It violates federal antitrust laws. And so you'll never guess what the media outlets, the mainstream media, the big outlets are asking for. That's right. Antitrust exemption. It's in a bill they just had hearings on last week called the Journalism Competition and Preservation Act. It would literally allow big media to form a monopolistic cartel for the purposes of eliminating their competition from the marketplace. They'll need that protection to go any further than they already are. And the structure, it's pretty obvious. It would probably mirror the one big tech has now, which already you could argue is an antitrust violation. If anybody could ever get their act together on our side to sue over it, which they don't seem to be able to do. But anyway, that's a different podcast. Who's pushing this? Something called the News Media Alliance. Who's on their board? Executives from the New York Times, the Washington Post, News Corp, Hearst, 
They own the San Francisco Chronicle, the Houston Chronicle, Cosmopolitan, Esquire, and more, and Gannett, owners of USA Today. They say they have to be allowed to form this cartel to combat misinformation. Where's all this coming from? Well, see, the problem is that Parler and Gab have gotten around the censorship. They now operate their social media sites off of websites. They're kicked out of the app stores, sure, but they're able to download that app. People are able to download that app off those websites so they can continue. They want to be able to stop any competitor at the publication level. That would mean that the cartel could come together in this committee, this international committee that Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey imagines. And they, of course, because somebody would have to decide what's real news, they, of course, could decide what's real news and ultimately who would be censored, including, of course, other publishers who are the real target here. That would mean it would be relatively easy to wipe out a parlor or a gap. They couldn't publish anything. And if they all had an antitrust exemption that let them all work together, it would be perfectly legal to essentially end the First Amendment, not just here, but worldwide. President and CEO of this new media alliance, David Chavern, actually testified at the hearing, and he argued that the news media is an essential part of our democracy, and said that big media is under threat and needs to be bailed out by Congress's proposed antitrust exemption. Of course, he was asking about hits and all, since he says they're under threat, and was forced to admit that their readership is at all-time highs. So they're not actually under any threat. But they do see the size of the audience their competitors get, and they think, wow, those people could be compelled to watch us because there's no other option. And they don't want their lying narrative challenged, since it almost always falls apart. This is actually a genius-level idea, because the government doesn't have to do anything but pass the antitrust exemption, and they're in business. Total control over speech. And an end run? Completely around the First Amendment. Will they succeed? We'll know when the votes are in. But the important thing is that all the pieces are now on the table. We can see the plan. How extreme is this? You can tell by what the New York Times has been writing lately. Remember the podcast where I described it? They want to make sure that you can't even encrypt stuff. In other words, they want algorithms and programs that can go around encryption so that you can't even text or send real information to friends and family. That's how hardcore they are about owning the narrative. And the power they would have unbelievable indescribable think about it if you get the wrong signature attached to you you can't digitally publish anything not even a word document you can't even put your resume on linkedin or anywhere else you can't text perhaps you can't even call there's no way to know how far it will go it is an ungodly amount of power to be in the hands of the liberals Lying liberals who run the mainstream media. But it's the plan. States must wake up and begin to protect themselves from this with legislation against censorship before they get the whole shield over us, before they get us tamped down. Thank you for listening to today's Battleground America podcast. Please subscribe and share with like-minded friends and family everywhere. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.